we made it. <laughs> we made it because we're two so smart millennials. We figured it out. Yes, we made it. We made it. I mean, I don't so, know about being smart, but I mean, we did make it. Competent. <laughs> um, uh, that's a bit. That's a, That's a bit of a stretch there too. And and it sounds like you're drinking coffee. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never touched the stuff. Of course not. Of course of not. Of course not. Like, why would I do any of that? But that, you know, only accountants do that kind of shit. Right. Because <laughs> I'm an accountant. Oh my gosh! Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that video, I just I almost take a shit in my pants because I'm just like the the accountants I know. I would never want to see do anything else but accounting. Oh my gosh! Yes, I know that can be. Um... Anyway, new topic. So, how are we starting? Have we started, or are we going to cut all this out? So this is recording. So, but we can—it's just recording. So we can go back and edit and do all that kind of bullshit. Okay, fantastic. Fantastic. How do you want to start? How do you want to start this one? I have no clue. Okay, so I will take the lead on this because you clearly have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) It's okay. I'm just joking. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But I will. Somebody. Have you ever started a podcast before? Huh? I didn't no. know I was speaking to an expert on the situation on the subject. I am an es- expert listener of podcasts, so oh. I have a general idea of how these should go. I am too, um, because I am a nerd, and I was into podcasts before they were cool. Oh well, I've only that. recently, past year, been into podcasts. So anyway, mm. um, so I think we should start this one with kind of like. We both kind of enter and talk to each other and ask like general questions about our spiritual awakening of sorts. Okay. How's that sound? That sounds good. <clears throat> okay. So do you want to ask me or do you want me to ask you first? You ask me first because I'm already nervous. So we'll, we'll, we'll see okay. how this goes. I'm a little nervous too, but I think we'll do okay. <laughs> we can always just delete it and pretend it never happened. <laughs> there was no such thing. We never did anything. Right. Okay. All right, William. So why don't you tell me a little bit about how you spiritually awakened? Like what kind of led up to it? And I hear you laughing at me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What led up to it? Um, What have you done so far? All that good stuff. Well, you know, of course, it's an ongoing journey, like with anything in life. Um, But I think we're a bit more my awakening has been more about just learning to accept things and not being so much of, of a cynic um, about it. And I've always been very, you know, religion as a whole, been very cynical about it. Um, and it's, I guess I've never been able to separate the two um, between like spirituality and like, you know, like religious, um, I've kind of always in my mind, um, they were always like the same entity. But um, recently, and I, would, I probably have to say in the, in, back in um, 2020, which was so long ago, um, <laughs> I, I, I think it was um, my astrological sign. Um, I'm, I'm a Scorpio and getting into that where, you know, with all the signs, they were like, oh, you know, there's like certain, you know, things that they do or their personality traits or like whatever. Um, I was always kind of like, oh, that's bullshit, whatever. People who read horoscopes, you know, they're just bored housewives who have nothing better to do at the checkout lane. Um, but then getting into it, I would be on Instagram or on TikTok. 
And I would see these creators, they would put out stuff like, you know, oh, Scorpios do this or whatever like that. And I would laugh hysterically and I'd be like, oh my God, I do that. And then also kind of realizing like different signs from people I know. Um, and I was like, yeah, they are fucking hot headed damn Leos, you know, and like, you know, and, and having that, I feel like it made me a bit more open to wanting to explore more mm -hmm. and to have that understanding, you know, like, okay, well, what is this? Because, um, I don't really, I don't believe in coincidences, um, per se. I mean, I do, I mean, things just happen for a reason. Um, don't, so things sometimes happen for no reason whatsoever, but this was just a little bit too nail on the head for me because it's one thing for somebody to say, oh, Scorpios are like this. And then somebody says Scorpios are like this and they're conflicting. Um, but when everybody's viewpoints <clears throat> all line up, it, it, there's, there's something going on there. So I went down that rabbit hole. Um, TikTok was no help. <laughs> um, <Right>. And <laughs> the evil. Um, then um, you um, got me into crystals. Mm -hmm. um, showing me your, your little bowl of crystals and, and talking about them. And I used to be very, um, <laughs> very cynical towards people <laughs> who had crystals. I, I think I made, uh, I may have made one person cry once because I was, you know, so against them. Um, but um, so I started researching it a little bit more and I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll purchase a couple like, you know, here and there. Um, I'm still not that bit of an expert. If you ask me, um, I don't, there's only two crystals I know because I've known them prior. I mean, one's really a crystal. I have a rose quartz. Um, that's really the only one I know. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm even bad about that. Um, and a bunch of others that I bought because I was doing research and I was reading about it. Um, and I have to say through my practice or just like my, my little things here and there with them. And a lot of it may not be um, like, you know, they may be more like self manifestation, uh, like manifestations where, you know, I'm putting the thought into it. And that's the reason I'm walking away feeling, you know, the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been interesting. And, you know, then I, I have a whole kick when it comes to Palo Santos and Sage. Um, and I do have to say, I have noticed such a difference when it comes to the energy of my surroundings you know, my, my home has all, you know, I, you know, I, a home is a home. You know, I've always been there and like, I felt a certain way, but you know, I don't know about, about you, but I, there's been times where, you know, my house kind of feels like a prison, you know, with my thoughts or like what I'm going through. And it, you know, sometimes it's been my worst enemy instead of being my, my, my refuge or, you know, my, my, my place that my, I can come to and I can relax and I can, um, I can become more awakened or like meditate. You know, my, my house is always, no matter where I've lived, has usually not played a big role in that. It was just a place that I, I sleep. But since I've been practicing, especially like using like um, my sage and Palo Santos, um, I, I do feel, I feel like my surroundings are so much different. Like I go to bed, we talked about this the other day when we were talking, you know, I have this irrational fear of snakes. Um, and mm -hmm. um, I, I sometimes like back in the, the day I used to go to bed and I would curl my feet up under me and like tuck the blankets under my feet because I would be afraid of a yes. snake. <laughs> like I would have this like, like I'd be about ready to doze off and then I would wake up and be like, there could be a snake under my bed right now and it could get under my blanket. I'd be like, fuck no. I don't want to like take away from your train of thought, but it is totally on topic. So 
I'm sitting in um, our walk-in closet because it's the quietest place and the only place I can get away from the cats. And I just looked over, I, I'm, I shit you not, I just looked over my shoulder and there is a fake snake <laughs> that is hiding on one of the shelves thanks to my beautiful stepdaughter who likes to try and terrify us with it because she knows I'm scared um so it's very ironic that this snake is hanging out here with us as you talk about (laughs) our irrational fear of these creatures but go on go on I need you to burn that snake um (laughs) and then discipline your child for bringing it to your house like I am not okay with that um Somebody even did that to me once. They like showed me a fake snake and I jumped and they're like, oh, well, come on. It's just made out of rubber. I'm like, it's what it represents, you know, but, right. but anyway, like, so I always had that, that like weird anxiety or like fear about it. Um, like for like, um, I just moved, as you, as you know, like I just moved back to Seattle and I've been in this apartment since um, the 9th of um, January and I've been practicing all this stuff since I got here um, and like taking precautions because I'm in a new place because I want to make sure that, you know, my, the energy here is good and that I feel good about it. I have not once had that fear. And that's awesome. Like I, and at night, there are times where I think about it, but I'm like, I know there's not like, I, I even back then I knew there wasn't a snake under my bed, but it was that it was that irrational fear about it. But what I, what now what I do, and when I think about it, I was like, a snake wouldn't even be able to come into my house because, you know, I, the energy that's in here or, you know, the sage and the Palo Santos, which pr- protects me and, and the crystals and, you know, a sigil, which we'll get into later on. Um, like that, that's the kind of stuff like, you know, like warding off these bad negative thoughts, you know, from my life mm-hmm. where, you know, I can go to bed. I like, and maybe a lot of it's also from my, like, you know, like leaving like a lot of stress behind, which is also a big part of this spiritual like awakening. But, you know, I, I feel so much better, like where being in my, my home, like, you know, I, it, it really has become a refuge. And I, and I, and I have to say, I, I don't think it's because of, you know, where I moved to or the area that I'm in or even the building I'm in, you know, I, I do relate a lot of this to these practices that I've been doing. Um, but then I will say, um, if anybody thinks that I'm anything of an expert about this, um, I have bought a shit ton of books about different topics. Um, I may have not cracked any of them open, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, that, that 60 second video on TikTok sometimes, I'm just like, oh, that does it for me. I don't need to do anything more. So it's still that process. Like I feel like, but I'm also not pushing myself like to, to like go so fast so soon because I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be overwhelmed. You know, I, it takes me a while to retain information. You know, I'm bad with people's names. I mean, we've known each other for such a long time and I won't say I forget your name, um, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me at some point if like, you know, you're like, I was like, uh, it starts with a V, you know, um, but like, that's just like how my brain works. But I feel like by taking things and allowing it to be more like, not spontaneous, but like letting them happen because they're happening. Not, I don't think anybody going down a path like this should force themselves into it or to like right. research or to read because like if you're not there, then you're not there. You're not going to retain the information. It's not <laughs> going to help you out any. Right. Yeah. Like everybody's spiritual journey is going to be completely different. They're going to the start and stopping. Well, it never stops until you're dead. And even then, like you know and <laughs> you, welcome you move on welcome everybody we've already <laughs> went into the morbid side of things yeah. 
<laughs> straight to it um so yeah everybody's is different and I think what makes us in this podcast different is that like so we've kind of just dipped our toe into it and we're figuring things out with the more spiritual side of things and what all that encompasses and how that like goes with or conflicts with the life we already have and um we're like other podcasts it's usually got a master of somebody in that yeah. already like either they're already mastered and know everything about crystals or meditation or whatever the case may be and so we're kind of just figuring it out and we're just like you all can be along for the journey and see what what is working for us and what we don't like or mm-hmm. what we do like and that sort of thing so and not to cut you off but yeah. i think that's a big thing where you get into something no matter what you're getting into new um and you're, you're kind of confronted with a lot of people who are just very, they're experts, they're masters of it. And, you know, it's a little bit daunting sometimes because you're like, uh, but I mean, mm-hmm. like what we found out, especially with each other is that it's kind of great to have somebody that's at your same level or learning it at, at the same time, because, you know, we're not, we're not going to make, you know, we're not going to sit there and criticize each other because, you know, we bought a crystal and then found out it was a piece of cheap glass, you know, because we right. didn't know better. Or- which I've done. <laughs> which I've done. <laughs> well, actually, it was still technically a crystal, but citrine apparently is one that um, amethyst can be heat treated and then um, looks like citrine and turns yellow. So I have a shit ton of yellow amethyst. <laughs> basically <laughs> but that's okay that's another story yeah, that's, that's, that, that's when I, I'm dying to go down because um I, I did it like back in the day I did a lot of research because I was trying to prove somebody wrong about stuff like that but I, I think it's really interesting but that but like back to the top I, I I think that's like fun because like and, like we're not neither of us are I mean we have two sailor mouths um we're mm-hmm. we come from you know different backgrounds who neither of us, I don't think of in, our, that our families or closest ones around us would even expect us to even been down a path like this. Um, <laughs> my mom probably would if she, if she was still alive and like, she's totally part of my spirit team now. So it's like, you know, whatever, but like, we were always like, she knew I loved like, and when I start talking about me, we'll talk more about this, but she knew I love supernatural stuff supernatural if you want to call it that like I was always like freaking out because I knew the aliens were coming like I just like those kinds of movies and stuff would always get me like scared and terrified because you know that kind of stuff was uh, that's all Hollywood shows you know is like how terrifying aliens are um and like just she would believe it and she would be the only one I would tell. Although I might mention some things here and there to my dad, just because I think he would be open to it. Mm. But um, the rest of the family, like, I mean, I'll tell them. I'm not ashamed of it. But um, they're just, some of them are so judgy, you know? And yeah. it's like, do I even want to deal with it? Like, do I even want to tell you? I don't even think it's worth it. Like, to be honest, like sometimes, you know, um, you know, I mean, our listeners don't know, but you know, like I'm gay. Um, and, you know. Oh, they can tell by your <laughs> This is the problem. They knew right away. This is the problem because I'm, 
I have different octave levels, right? And when I'm with like, it doesn't matter. When I'm with regular people, like you know, my voice is a little bit deeper, and I'm not doing it because I, it's, it's, I think it's more just like my my regular street voice. But then the moment I start talking to you, <laughs> everything changes and dramaticness like comes out. So. And if you and if and if any of the listeners like the beginning of the episode like oh well, he you know, he's gay like fuck you man don't judge me <laughs> anyway but like being gay you know there's this whole thing about needing to come out right like oh you have to come mm-hmm. out and you have to tell everybody and I don't believe in that at all because nobody comes like you know straight people don't come out and say hey I'm straight you know. Right. It, it's nobody's business of your own and nobody should feel the pressure of doing it. You live your life the way that you want to live it, you know, but don't ever feel like you need to be like pushed out to that. And I feel the same way about this. Like if you want somebody mm-hmm. to know about, you know, you know, the spiritual journey that you're on or the things that you're developing or wherever you're going to be at, by all means, share it with them, but don't feel like you should be going out there and have to like, you know, put a banner across your door and like, you know, and if you want to, God bless you. Um, But it's just like, what's, what's the point in it? Like I, like my family, I mean, I don't talk to my family, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> you know, like, there's so many side stories. There's so many side stories. Um, <laughs> like I, I do want to tell them and, you know, I haven't talked to them in a couple of years. And the reason I want to tell them, I kind of want to FaceTime them because I want to see their reactions. And then I just want to hang up because I think that that for me is fun. Um, mm-hmm. my aunt who, my aunt and uncle who I'm really close to, um, I, I, I will definitely tell her because she, I feel like she's a little bit into that, whether she wants to admit it or not. She's Catholic, you know, and she has like some, you know, things in her house, but there's been like bits and moments where I think she's kind of like hinted about stuff. And I'm like, uh, like, that's interesting. My uncle just wouldn't, mm-hmm. get, my uncle wouldn't care. He'd probably just be like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> right. Like, you know, whatever. But I, I don't think like for me personally, I know, because I've been such a cynic through my life that people would be like, oh, that motherfucker would never even like go into stuff like this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, prove them wrong. I mean, I also want to tell them because I want to hear that like, you know, <laughs> side of things. Right. There's one bitch <laughs> out there that if she finds out, I will never hear the end of it. So um, yeah, there's that always having to look forward to. I don't even remember what we're mm-hmm. talking about. But so Virginia. Yes. Tell us about your journey and what gets you into this. Okay, so I will say it kind of really started when my mom died. Um, So that was, oh, that was three years ago, like on the first. And today is the The fourth. I don't know. The fourth of March. So like that snuck up on me, Um, which thankfully I don't mourn it like I did a few years ago like it was terrible that was the first close person in my life that I had lost so that was really freaking difficult um and luckily like I always felt like you know there was a heaven or there was something in the afterlife so I knew that she went somewhere better and so there was always that comfort but a year after she had died probably almost to a T because I was really going through it the year after she died. Um, Cause I, for some reason bottled up all that emotion and just acted like I was fine. Oh, I wouldn't um, mix Virginia Marshall bottle up stuff. I have no idea. I know. Well, you know, it's different in the family dynamic. Oh, because, absolutely. 
I felt like I had to be the strong one for my dad and like everybody else was kind of crumbling and I was like no somebody has to be like the badass strong person who's fine and is holding everything together Mm -hmm. and for some reason I decided that was me so um anyway so about a year after she died I came across on Facebook this local psychic and I was like oh that's really cool let me see what she's about so I messaged her on Facebook we talked back and forth she was this totally awesome person who maybe somewhere down the line we can get her as an interview on the podcast I think that'd be really cool to have her love it um she also can do um she interacts with pets as well so alive or past and can like you know diagnose and tell you what's wrong with them and that kind of thing so she's an all-around really amazing person um and so I reached out to her to do um uh, a reading to talk to my mom and you know a part of me was like skeptical because you know I'm thinking okay well what can she really tell me and then after I got to talk to her like it was amazing it was wonderful she told me things that like you couldn't just find on my Facebook page, which my Facebook page and stuff is all private. I don't, you know, so it's not like we were friends and she could dig around on anything. Um, and so some of the things she told me, the one, one thing that always stands out to me that I remember is I was sitting in a room and I had my daughter's pink blanket on me. And um, she said she kept seeing my mom and she was, she had like Mickey Mouse ears. And I was like, she's like so does that mean anything to you like did you go to Disney a lot or anything like that I was like no like I'm really not a fan of Disney at all and you know like that's really weird that you're seeing Mickey Mouse ears well I looked down and I forgot that this blanket had embroidered on it Mickey Mouse well it was Minnie Mouse but I was like oh my god wait a minute this blanket has Minnie Mouse on it and she's like oh okay so she's just telling me that she's with you right now and like it still gives me chills like right now to talk about it like I just like there's no way on earth she could just make something up like that you know like it, it was just amazing um and something of comfort with that was that she told me you know I was mad and I was upset with mom a little bit because I had asked do you want me to go to the she was going in for a routine procedure and then ended up having a stroke and that's things went downhill from there um and I'd asked before she was going in I said do you want me to go to the hospital and sit with dad while this is going on and she was like you can ask him but you know it's no big deal and so I was mad <laughs> because I was going to go and I could have seen her one last time. Um, and so I asked, I said, did she know that day when she was going to the hospital that she wasn't coming out? And she said, yeah, she knew. She knew it was her time. And I said, well, why didn't she let me come up there? Wow. And um, sorry, I'm getting emotional about it. <laughs> she oh. was like. Because she didn't want you to be there. She didn't want you to be there at that time. You needed to be where you were. And, you know, you did what you needed to do afterwards. And I was like, okay, but I'm still mad at her for that. (laughs) She said, that's okay. (laughs) 
so like it was it was a great experience um and I've I've done another reading with her since then um and it was more like more for me not necessarily talking to anybody but um yeah definitely highly recommend her she's she's amazing and so I feel like that was kind of like the kickstart to my spiritual journey and like going from there so that was like a couple of years ago 2020 I feel like kicked everybody in the ass and like you either (laughs) you either woke up spiritually or you went somewhere else and I don't know where that you're not meant to wake up probably yeah you went to like the dark (laughs) (laughs) yes you went Ooh, you did some other shit but um so I was in school I was getting my master's degree in counseling and so I was doing my internship and my internship supervisor, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like she never came out to me as being like this super spiritual person, which like we've said, you don't have to come out to anybody, but, um, she would throw and drop little hints to me like, oh, you should listen to this podcast or, um, you should try this type of, you know, modality for therapy or that kind of thing with this kid. And um, so I really appreciated that because she's the reason I listened to one podcast, which got me listening to another one, which really got me down the rabbit hole of, oh, there's all this stuff like law of attraction and crystals and angels and, you know, manifesting and all this amazing stuff that I could be doing that nobody told me about. So 2020 has been like the wake the fuck up year. And, um, I, I've tried a little bit of everything, I think at this point, like (laughs) not an expert at any of it, but I have my crystals. I have my, um, what do I do? My affirmations and my journaling and my, um, gratitudes and all this stuff that I do for law of attraction. I do my moon stuff every week, every month, you know, the moon water and my, putting my crystals out to charge them and all that good stuff. Um, what else? Uh, Reiki. I did a Reiki session. That was amazing. I love really? that. I feel like that, that actually helped. Like, I felt like, I think there was some, some time from the point of mom dying and then getting through school and then like doing, you know, just getting through life as hectic as it was, um, that I just stopped feeling things because it was easier. Like you can't just have a breakdown all the freaking time. And so I was like, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And I just buried it. And so I got to the point where like, I couldn't even freaking cry anymore. And you know me, I'll cry over anything, even if like I'll fake cry and be okay. Like, you know, like I can whip up some tears and be, you know, there you go. I couldn't even do that anymore. And, like, there was one point where Alan, my partner, was like, why are you know, like, you, we were fighting about something. It was a better relationship. It was a little rocky for a while. And he was like, you're not even showing any emotion. Like, you would usually be crying right now. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I feel angry and upset with you right now or, you know, whatever it was. But I was like, I don't know. I'm just not crying. I'm, I would say I'm too mad to cry or something like that, which is totally not me. Like, you know. So I did this Reiki session and like she moved some, some energies around, she said, and (laughs) aligned some things. And I didn't cry then. I was just giggling like hysterically. 
like during the session I was just giggling and I couldn't stop smiling and is then, that our le- that's our level of inappropriateness as well yeah when it comes to like, anything I'm, I'm laying there and I was like I'm sorry I just can't stop laughing and she was like no it's okay it's good it's fine and then like finally after that like the next couple of days I was like I cried and I was like oh my god that felt so good like I finally wow. got to cry so it, you know, even if you are, in a, you know, an emotional person, I think sometimes we can just tuck it away in, and not mean to. And then mm-hmm. it ends up just, you just forget. You just forget how to feel. Yeah. And um, I don't want to do that again. So, you know, when I feel the urge to cry, if I need to leave whatever area or space I'm in, I do. And just let myself feel it because I, I don't want to get back to that point where I can't feel anymore. You know, it's interesting that you said you say um, that because I like to to spin off quickly. I I don't feel that's something I'm excited about going on this journey because I want to feel like I don't mm -hmm. feel like I'm I'm always in tune to my emotions. Like I know when I'm sad. I know when I'm angry. and, And I and I've always been able to register it. But I don't you know, I was talking to somebody um a, a few like maybe a week ago. And they're talking about like this movie and they're watching it. It always makes them cry. And then they ask me, they're like, oh, well, you know, what movies make you cry? And I'm like, none. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> but like, and I've always thought that was completely normal. And they went, what? And I was like, yeah, they're like, but there's not like one movie. Like, they're like, everybody cries in a movie. Even like the most machismo guys out there, there's a movie, maybe it's stupid, like Fast and the Furious, but they'll cry, right? You know, they feel those emotions and, you know, they manifest. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not that type of person, you know? And I kind of laughed it off and I was like, oh yeah, whatever. But then I, it kind of made me realize where it's like, you may be in tune, you may know when you're upset or you're depressed or whatever, but mm-hmm. are you really, are you internalizing it and not actually physically or mentally like manifesting it and like allowing it to to pass or to go through it. I don't feel like I hang on to exactly. stuff. I just feel like sometimes I just don't give myself the ability to, to just experience the emotion for what it is. And so that like right. you saying that's kind of freaky because that's something I, you know, <clears throat> I've been thinking about a lot of like, that would be, that's kind of like a goal of mine is, you know, um, we put this episode one goal one for William crying at a movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Or even a a TV show. Like, I know it sounds so silly and you're probably going to laugh at me, but like, so my, one of my TV shows that I watch is 911 and now there's a 911 Lone Star. I can't. And I love them. So just don't give me a hard time about it. But like, (laughs) there's almost inevitably at some point in one of those episodes that there'll be some like amazing rescue and I'm like losing my shit and I love it because it lets me just cry for a minute and I'm like <laughs> and I get to let it out and I enjoy it I'm just like fucking 911 why are you gonna do this to me but it's also good you know because it's like oh I got to release a little bit of something yeah um, <laughs> yeah so TikTok got me the other day though because there was some damn there was something I didn't I didn't even watch the whole thing because I couldn't I just got off of it because it was going to make me cry and it did make me cry. And I didn't even see the whole thing, but it was something about some poor cat that was left, like left behind by its owners. And I was like, you fuckers. And I just left. Like, I can't, you can't do things to animals. Like whatever to people, you cannot be out there hurting cats and, and, and animals. Like that just ruins my life. Yeah. That's real one. So, Yeah. 
so anyway, that's kind of my spiritual journey so far in a nutshell, which I think I might have talked more than you, William. I'm really sorry. I don't. Um, I think we're. I think we're halfsies with it because one thing we both do really well is talk. Talk <laughs> <laughs> with each other, at least. Like I don't know about other people. Like I get. Yeah. No. I'm really bad at <laughs> talking to other people sometimes because I get bored with them, and I'm like, oh, God, yeah. like kill me. Well, I think I think the reason is because like we like to talk about this deep stuff, and like I can't do small talk. What small talk? I just can't do it, and like it gives me physical pain to try and small talk with people. Um and. You know, so like if we're not going to have a, a deep conversation, I, I kind of don't have anything to say. Well, it's not just, I, I, what, what I think is funny between the both of us is we, we don't we don't we don't just only have deep conversations. Like we have they're very also lighthearted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't sit there and like, you know, have like these like crying sessions. But, you know, we'll be talking about something and, you know, be making fun of it at the same time. But. You know, I think like yesterday we were, you know, I won't go down the path that we went down, but we were like, you know, <laughs> like, like talking about like how to get ourselves out of like, you know, like the, like out of the dumps. And I was like, you know, yes, maybe we should just commit a murder. Like, you know, maybe that we've, we've watched enough true crime. We know how to do it. <sighs> Always with the dramatics though. Always. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it brings us back down to like what's basic. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I can't help it. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I know. I just. I can't help but derail things. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's my forte. Yes, you do it well. I, I know, especially in awkward situations. That's when I'm really good at it. <laughs> I'm just like, like let's, let's break up this silence real quick because I can't stand it. Oh gosh! Yeah, trauma, folks. It's real. Yes, it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think that's good. I mean, I I think like what you like what we both kind of have in common is just wanting to like want like wanting to have this journey and just being able to experience and in a more, I think also like lighthearted way where it's just not so, you know, daunting or um, it feels like it's, it's like taking up every moment of your life or it's like so much pressure. Right. Like, you know, we like having fun and, you know, we, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're definitely no, I mean, God knows we're no saints, but you know, we, you know, we just, we, we want to experience something and really just get back get to understand it at a level um, that's comfortable for us and, you know, have, you know, a blast while doing it. And if people get offended by like inappropriateness or cuss words, you know, I, I would definitely say this is probably not the place for them, but you know, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, as long as you can overlook the, the naturalness of us, <laughs> which is um, sometimes a little rough, then yeah, this is, this is oh, no. probably a good one for you. Um, Cause if but, you met us in public, yeah, you would no. never expect it. No, we are like, I'm literally in the closet right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, we, we are, well, William, I haven't been around you in person in a long time since I'm in Kentucky and William is across the country. 
um, in Washington. So, yeah. So, um, it, a long distance relationship, but it has lasted how many years oh my, since you've moved? Oh my God. I moved back in 2008. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't make me do math. I, you do it. I, no. <laughs> no. That's, you know. I, okay. Wait, let me count on my fingers. <laughs> 13? <laughs> there, there, I had to use toes for that. Thank you. There's a listener, right? Like, you know, people are like, it's 13. Like, what's taking them so long? <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. Well, I had to, like, figure what year I was actually in because sometimes I don't know. And that's another thing that I feel like this spiritual awakening has done is, like, I just don't always know what time it is. Oh. Like, not just like time of day like like I didn't know what month I was in I was like oh shit it's March like time just seems weird and different now um I think there's some astrology behind that too but I'm yeah we can get down to that I think it's more like I feel the same way but I kind of feel indifference to time like I used to be Mm. like like needed to wake up at a certain time needed to do this at a certain time needed to work at a certain time and like regiment regiment Mm -hmm. regiment and what I've kind of realized is like you know time is time is completely irrelevant like it it, it, yes. it means absolutely nothing you know and I don't feel like a part of this for me was I just feel like you know I, I'm the same way like somebody said today's um um Thursday and I was like it's what <laughs> like it, <laughs> it's there what happened to Monday and Tuesday like we're not I I swear the weekend just ended and um but it's not a bad thing because I feel like sometimes I mean if you don't know what day it is because you've been living on your couch for the last month and you refuse like to roll over, okay, maybe that's a little bit different. But living, yeah. I think like realizing time is irrelevant is more about living in the moment and not like fantasizing about things. Like, you know. Yes, how, not living in the past exactly. or living in the future either. Because mm-hmm. you know what we do is like, you know, I'm 33 and um since I like got into my thirties, you know, maybe there's been like a couple of like bones that crack more often now than usual. Um, and you know, <laughs> and, so, and some other things. And I started to think about it a while back and I was like, Oh my God, like I'm getting like, th- I'm in my fucking thirties. I'm not in my twenties anymore. I can't, I have to take care of myself. I have to eat right. and have to do all these things. Cause I don't want to be, I, I want to be healthy when I get older. And I kind of have to, I kind of stopped myself because I realized, well, that's unhealthy as is, because like you're, you're projecting like this negativity already, you know, and you should sit there and, you know, you, you, you need to be healthy. You need to live a good life, but you, you don't need to be worrying or fantasizing these like, you know, negative thoughts about what the future is going to bring. Like you need to be manifesting, right. you know, good things in your life and like, you know, having that mm-hmm. pathway. So it's like, kind of have to get out of your head with it but when you realize that kind of and that's an easy thing as well I think or maybe not easy for some people but I, I think it is kind of easy to like finally like break free from I mean nowadays it's easy mm-hmm. because you know you know um Miss Rona is still around um we're you know in the panorama and it's just mm-hmm. you know we've all kind of experienced <laughs> those days where we don't know what time what what day of the week it is or what time it is but I think if you can if you can take that and then turn it into something positive and then realize that everything has every like time is irrelevant you you know to sit there and wake up in the morning and realize that not worrying about how much you have to accomplish in the day but just going about your day like you know not worrying about time or looking at your clock right oh and freak, yeah. freak, freaky shit <clears throat> so 
I bought a big clock. Like it's like, it's probably like a 20 inch clock, right? Um, is that big? Um, <laughs> I should measure it. <laughs> um, <laughs> famous last words from every gay man. Um, right. But I, I bought it. I was like, oh, this is going to be nice. I have a book um, shelf in my um, hallway. And I put it on top of there. And I, when I got it, the, the, hand, the, the second hand is messed up because it's a little bit bent. So it stops on the hour hand. So since I got, got it, it, it stopped. Like it can't move and I can't fix it because like the glass is around it. So I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. And I was going to return it, but then I kind of realized, I was like, why do I need a big ass clock to tell me what time it is? You know, I don't need to worry mm-hmm. about it. And in itself, I kind of I thought, well, maybe this is something telling me that I don't like, I don't need to be worrying about these types of stuff anymore. Or, you know, exactly because I've always been the type of person, mainly due to work, but like, oh my God, it's, you know, three o'clock, I need to go and get shit done. Or, you know, worrying about deadlines where it's like, no, things happen the nat- naturally. Like, you know, let it be. Just don't worry about it. Right. But I kept the clock yeah, because it's, it's a good art piece and it kind of reminds me every time I pass it. Like, okay, you know, time, that's all it is. It's like, you know, it's, it's irrelevant. It's there. It's, it, you know, we live, we're, we're not just here for a short period of time. We, we experience this whole, you know, long gambit of existence which is going to be a very interesting topic one day yes for sure yeah I think there is a theory and it kind of blows my mind a smidge um that you know like only thing I see is your there's not really like with the mind blown head (laughs) yes that but like so that time like we talk about um history and what could happen in the future and you know things like that but that time is actually it's not linear it's just you know more of a a circular type thing and that you know all these timelines are happening simultaneously and that like especially when it comes to like past lives and stuff like that, that like, because we're constantly healing that, you know, like for example, in a past life, if something really traumatic happened to me that in this life, I'm still healing that Mm -hmm. even though we feel like it's a past life, but it actually may have just happened in that life. Like, it's just, you know how you get talking in circles. That's how it can happen. But like, it's so it kind of, that's why I say it kind of blows the mind. Um, but I'm, I'm really intrigued about that, you know, like all these infinite possibilities and timelines that could and have been. And it, it, it just, crazy. it kind of just like grounds you a little bit when you think about it, mm-hmm. when you think about it in, in a way like that, of like, you know, these, these infinite timelines where like things are happening simultaneously against each other. It's kind of just like. I mean, it does, like for me in one part, it kind of makes me like, well, my existence fucking doesn't matter because <laughs> I'm just like, you know, there's probably other things happening that are way more exciting than me having my six cups of coffee of the day. Um, but, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> but I mean, it's true. It's like, you know, it, it kind of makes you realize that, you know, maybe everything that you're going through right now, you know, there's something else that could be happening that maybe that's why you're going through it. Mm-hmm. and giving you that little bit of I wouldn't say like hope or anything like that but it's kind of like a little bit more like an understanding like 
it's not just what's happening now. It's what's happening in like a bunch of other different areas that is connected right. to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, time is, is definitely um, something you could talk about for a long time. <laughs> but I can't believe you just any- said time. I love puns. I'm sorry. I love them. Oh my god! You know what they, I started they just, doing? They make me giggle. Like, I know. You know what I started doing? What did you start? Apparently, apparently um, I'm. I tell dad jokes now. Oh god. <laughs> okay. How about we wrap up this podcast with one of your dad jokes? Then don't put me on the spot. Oh, you don't have one? I don't have one. It's always a good Okay, moment. well, I'll tell a joke. I'll tell my favorite joke. This joke is one that Alan told me when we were first together. And I, I don't know. Maybe it made me fall in love with him. I don't know. I fucking think it's hilarious. And it makes me giggle still to this day. So, how, um, how do you put... Wait. <laughs> How's it go? Um, how do you make a tissue dance? <laughs> You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that the best? <laughs> this is the level oh. of like class we both have. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. That's my favorite. That's my favorite joke. I have a Okay, next podcast you have to have a joke ready to go. Okay, I'll start I'll start off like the intro okay. with with a joke and um I hope our listeners do not judge me very harshly. I mean, they've already judged you, so I guess I'm fine. At least you started it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> maybe that's all good. Maybe that's that should be a cool <clears throat> thing that we do. We should do like uh like a spiritual joke joke of like the week or something oh, yes. like that. You know, where yes, I love that. Yeah, you know, give us a little bit like something to do, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. content worthy, um, all the fun, but yeah. Cool. So, you want to close it? You want me to close it? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening, whoever might be listening, and we will be doing at least a weekly mm-hmm. podcast, if not a little more in the beginning, to um get us going because we do like to talk and we could just constantly talk. We were, our goal was 30 minutes and it's 46. So we're doing the best we can here. I mean, we might cut it down a little bit, but it's probably still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You could probably cut out some of your stuff. I don't know. (laughs) Just joking. joking. I know. I really dominated the talking in this, which is like surprising to me. Like I always worry. No, no. I always worry that I'm always talking and. Okay. Maybe it was just even then. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, I mean, that's a good thing that we always like play off each other because we both can like take the reins, you know, um, we may we not, do. we may not want to give them back. I mean, but you know, whatever. I know. <laughs> I mean, and I feel like we have so much to talk about. There's like... so much to talk about. And that's like kind of the daunting thing. Exciting at the same time. Cause I'm like, oh my God, there's like, when you sent me um, a list of all these like different, like, you know, talking points, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like there's, it's endless because even, it is. even one of those subjects has like a hundred different sub, you know, I subjects know. to them. Which, well, and it's so hard even just doing this intro one to not get into everything and go off on a tangent, you know, yeah. like, 
I think I think staying focused is going to be a good thing, but our tangents are also awesome. So I mean, that's what people are going to tune in for. I mean, so I don't know about you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know it'll be like you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, so. that should be like the dice rolling thing is like you, you never right. know what you're going to get. And I think on later, like later on episodes, we'll probably like you know say what we're going to be doing the ne- like the next episode or whatever. But um, yes, you know we'll. we'll try to be somewhat organized i mean don't don't expect too much from us <laughs> right oh right right well and like yeah i think it would be beneficial also to kind of have i don't know like i think this was a good intro but also like to just kind of have more of our real life background too just so that like you know it i don't know like i mean i do have some counseling there hello um so like that's got to count for something just to add more validity to what we say even though like we're not trying to convince anybody of anything but yeah um but you know like just do a i don't know i think this was a good a good start though for sure like i feel good about it i do too i think it's a great start and it's going to be a great journey and we'll be able to enjoy it with each other and hopefully have some people who tag along for the ride Exactly. Yes. Well, I agree. Well, alrighty. That's episode one. Um, of can I say the name? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if we are we sold on the name? Are we good with it? I like it because I think it's I think it's campy like we are, and it kind of like throws a lot of stuff into it. You know, because I what what I worry about like my thing is like you know. There, there's probably somebody out there who's just as bit of cynics as we are or were mm-hmm. and you know not wanting to like you know like scare them off with something that's like they're like you know like too serious but like also kind of like i don't know whatever okay whatever so this was episode one of bitches starting witching yes because <clears throat> that's who we are um yep um go to our website and check it out that's um bitches starting witching.com um, you can listen to our podcast, see our latest episodes, find out where to listen, and get a little bit more background about Virginia and I. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get our bios listed on there and also contact information. I know. <clears throat> I don't know if I want people to contact me. Um, per well, se. like the general email contact. I don't even know if I want that because I think I'm going to like that for me is going to be like a rabbit hole because somebody's going to ask a question or stuff and I can see me just like or even you will be like so absorbed with like wanting to answer everything. (laughs) Let's get a listener first. (laughs) (laughs) What I can see is this being up for like months and it's like zero listeners. And I, and I'd be like, I'm okay with that. Like I'm totally okay. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, Cause at least we get to do it. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just part of us getting to communicate and like laugh and have a good time. So what's wrong with it? Amen to that. All righty. Well, that I'm William. I'm Virginia. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>